So I was trying to onboard one of my sisters into Web3, and while I was doing the explanation, I realized it was extremely difficult without some sort of visual aid. Whether I needed to hop on a Zoom call or find a YouTube video that cut straight to the point and showed her exactly how to do it, or I just needed to physically do it myself, and it really came to me and said, you know, it's a shame because it is so easy to onboard someone onto a centralized exchange such as Coinbase or Kraken. I could do that over a text message or a WhatsApp. However, wallet creation is a beast on its own. So today I'm going to discuss the perfect wallet for onboarding the masses and taking this to the next level. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So when I first came into Web3 collecting NFTs, it was via the Wax Cloud wallet. And I thought everything was as simple and easy as that. Well, first of all, I must say that is a custodial wallet. You sign up using your email, your social media, and then the private keys are actually on the server. So that is just like setting up a Facebook account or anything of that nature. And it's not a true self-custodial wallet where you have your own private keys and your secret phrase or whatever it might be. For that on Wax, you need to go over to Anchor, one of those. But as far as as onboarding, it was by far the best onboarding experience I had for any blockchain, and it really got me excited. However, once I came over onto Ethereum and seeing the other ones, it really blew me away because MetaMask, Phantom for Solana, of course, Kuakai for over on Tezos, and even the Crypto.com DeFi wallet to get into that Kronos ecosystem, it was a much harder process onboarding. So I've been on a quest for quite a while now trying to find the best wallet to bring people into, especially over on Ethereum, because really that's where the action is for the most part. As much as the other blockchains do have some amazing things going, it seems like Ethereum is definitely lagging behind on the user interface. And MetaMask, as much as it is popular, everyone's using it, most of the projects are building with it and so forth, it is really not a nice experience. And if you've experienced any of those other ones that I just mentioned, and then you compare it to MetaMask, that's where you'll really see the difference. If all you know is MetaMask, then okay, fine. You can pretty much handle anything. But when you're coming from one of the other ones, such a much more easy experience and onboarding someone new is just like going onto Facebook or anything of that nature. It is so much better. So getting them onto MetaMask is like climbing up a hill while carrying a 50 pound backpack. It is not easy. But as far as the best experience that I have personally found on Ethereum, it was the Argent smart contract wallet. Now, how that actually works is it is an app. The Argent app, it works for iOS and on Android. And I think they just recently released the whole browser thing as well. However, it originally just started off straight app on your phone. I had it on my iPhone. And as far as you sign up, you get a username, you use your email and your phone number, and that's how you do your two-factor authentication. And then after that, you can link up other Ethereum wallets or whatever Argent users to be a second signer. So that way, if you do get locked out for whatever reason, you can't access the email, you can't access the phone number or just get locked out of the account. Maybe you lost your phone. Well, you can use those other users to get into it. Now, that is a great experience, especially if you want to get into DeFi, because how that is actually operating is on a separate layer. It is not directly on the Ethereum mainnet, and they're using the whole ZK rollup system and all those different things, which I'm not even going to go into the different technical aspects of that. But just knowing that it is not on the direct Ethereum network, meaning that you can do all those swaps just as if you were in 
one of these centralized exchanges and you're going from coin to coin on a separate layer. In this case, rather than being inside a centralized exchange, you're doing this whole DeFi process on a layer two without having any cost. But when you want to go now onto Ethereum mainnet, there is an option to that. You just toggle to that and then there is a tab. And then that is where you're going to do your NFT purchases. You're going to sign and log into different dApps and so forth using that layer. And that is your traditional one. And that is actually a smart contract that is on the Ethereum blockchain, which makes it a much safer process. As I explained, just in case you get locked out of your account, all those different steps that you need to sign something. Well, you can also set it up that all of those different people or different parties, I should say, different devices and wallets and users have to also participate in the signing of a transaction. So for example, if you're setting up an account for your mother or someone who might not be so tech savvy and you're just worried that they're going to get all of their NFTs scammed away or something of that nature if they go sign the wrong thing, well, what you can do is set up yourself that you are the second signer and both of you have to sign for that transaction to go through. So that is just one thing that just makes it a great process for onboarding people. But the fact that it is an app, it is just very easy, user-friendly, and it's what we're used to within Web2, signing into apps. It is just download from the App Store and it's just great, easy sign-on process. And as far as understanding the technology and all that stuff, you really don't have to when you first come onto this. However, the one catch and the caveat with this is it only works with Ethereum NFTs. It does not support side chains and it does not support layer two. And that's where the issue with this app that I sort of have comes in. Because the number one reason why I was going to recommend this app to the individual that I was setting up for my sister is because there is an NFT project called Rock Your Socks 321 and it's supporting Down Syndrome. If you listen to episode number 350, the creator of that and her mom, Sarah, are also on there and Jessica has Down syndrome but she's also an artist multifaceted she does music she does drawing she does art and she has this NFT collection for Down syndrome awareness and celebration and with it 321 March 21st is coming up on the anniversary and so there's going to be airdrops for that however some of the NFTs that she creates are on Polygon and some of them on the Ethereum main network so as far as onboarding my sister into this, because I know she's very passionate about Down syndrome and what have you, however, she just really hasn't come into Web3 as yet. So when I was getting ready to set up the Argent wallet, it just dawned on me, so wait a minute, there's going to be airdrops or different aspects of the arts and the things that she creates that's also going to be on Polygon, so that might be a problem. So then I started to look around, and of course, I remember the Taurus wallet, which is a really great system as far as signing up for it as well. You use your traditional Web2 sign-ons that we're used to, and same process. You can have a secondary person be your recovery partner and so forth, because how that actually happens is you don't have to write down a secret phase or a recovery phrase, passphrase, or anything for any of these, either the Argent or the Taurus wallet, because the way it's doing it and securing it is not using that seed phrase. So with that, I just know she's someone that if she has to write down 24 words, she's going to lose it. There's no guarantee that she's going to be able to secure this without taking a picture of it and putting it in her iPhone. It's going to go up to the cloud and Lord knows what. And I know it's not like this is a million dollar NFT, but I just don't want to start her off in this process or coming into Web3 
doing things the wrong way. And I just want to really train her in to have the strong muscles of security from day one. So she knows that she wants to protect this stuff. Do not keep it out there for anyone to see this. Don't post this on your Instagram or whatever it might be. So I don't want that to happen. So of course, when I go and I look at the whole Taurus thing, I said, yes, this is something that's going to work. I created the wallet very quickly, very seamlessly. It splits it up. You don't need to store any private keys or anything. So I said, great, this is the direction that we're going to go because it already supports all the layer twos and everything. Easy. Let's get it started. Now, when it came for me to actually sign back in, that's where I started to have some issues. And I said, okay, this is actually a difficult process to get back into it. Creating the wallet, setting up your account, everything is very easy. And how I found out about this wallet is when the whole Trump NFT things dropped, that was the wallet that they recommended. I did the whole episode on that, studying why they sold out 45,000 so quickly and what have you. It's because the onboarding for this is very simple, very easy. People can actually make their purchases with fiat, it is simple. It is very user-friendly experience. So I said, all right, let me go explore that and set this up for her. Now, it was a complete nightmare for me personally to get back into the thing. It was easy to actually log in and get everything, but Taurus and Web3 Auth, I don't know exactly how that is. I think Web3 Auth is the parent company of Taurus and they're rebranding everything. So although it is the same wallet, depending which site you go on, it is actually branded either Taurus or Web3 Auth. And that is a little confusing in itself. It is the same wallet. I looked at the address multiple times. I logged in, went back and forth. However, when it comes to actually interacting with it, seeing your wallet and so forth, it is just a little bit of a headache. Actually, a lot of bits of a headache. It is not the most user-friendly to log back in and get to your things. So I think this is really at this stage for this project, what is best used for is to use it as an integration into another app. So for example, if I was building my own app or project, such as how this came to prominence through that 45,000 drop, now, if you're doing all of that and integrating this process with it, it's going to be very seamless for those people that are coming into the project. However, if you're just using a wallet directly going there and you're going to start trading on OpenSea and doing whatever else that you normally do with your MetaMask, I think it is a little bit more of a difficult process. So with that said, even if you go to the website, you go on there, you'll see how it's integrating with other people's apps, how they can customize it, put their own branding on it and everything. So I think it is really going the more business to business route where they're catering specifically to projects. Although individuals can go there and open up their own wallet, I would not recommend it. So as far as the perfect app, as far as the perfect wallet, which I would say is still, I'm going to have to go back to Argent. Now, if Argent and this Taurus wallet could have a baby, now that would be the truly, truly perfect one. Because at this point, as I said, Argent does not support layer two. And so Polygon, Arbitrum, Optimism, and all of those great NFTs and projects and applications that are being built over there will not work with the Argent wallet. And if anyone sends anything to it, essentially it's going to be lost. It's going to be trapped there because it is an Ethereum smart contract and it is going to be a headache. I don't know how someone can actually go and recover those assets, I don't know. However, I just know it is not going to be a smooth process. It's going to be a complete headache. However, when I was reading through their different things and their documentations and what have you, they said they are planning to support the layer two chains. They have no plans to support side chains. And I completely support that. If you listen to what I was saying about Rally and how that whole ecosystem crashed, that was episode number 410. 
I don't think that is a bad thing that they're not going to support those side chains. I think just going to the layer twos would be a good thing. And that is in the future for them. However, at this point in time, it is not possible. So let's just say someone ends up getting an airdrop for a polygon or whatever it might be and it happens to be an Argent wallet. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. And maybe in the future, once they have the integration and start supporting those other ones, then it's possible that that could happen. But until then, I don't know exactly how it's going to work. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell my sister, like, this is what we're going to work with. We're going to work with Argent, but I'm letting you know up front that we are strictly sticking to Ethereum. Now, she might not even fully understand or know what that means, but I'm just going to upright say before you get anything sent to it or you try to do anything, just run it by me. And whether or not you want to put me as that second signer or anything, that's up to you. That's up to debate. But I just want you to know. The main reason why we're going to use this is because I'm going to send you Ethereum NFTs and I want you to have access to all the cool things that we're going to do within that community. And I know this is a cause that you're very passionate about. This is a safe and secure wallet, but there are some limitations. So I would love to know though, what are your thoughts on the Argent wallet, on the Taurus wallet, and what wallet are you using to onboard people? Do you have a better process, a much simpler way of doing things that also is self-custodial? I don't want the option of having the keys and everything stored on some central server that might go down. I want it to be a self-custodial wallet that just has a user-friendly experience. And I'm exploring multiple ones right now. But to this point, the best one that I could possibly find is Argent if you're willing to stick with only Ethereum. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. Plenty of resources and information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. Till next time, later.